Hello, my everyone. This is a tall poppy chiming back in with another upload. Today is still the 2nd of July 2020, and I just felt the need to round a few more things off. The last podcast, number 36, earned the name of our collective identity crisis. Now, for a long time, I just personally played with the word crisis because it, it has I-S-I-S in it, the, um, the name of the Egyptian triple goddess. And personally, I feel that it is a Christ consciousness that, that is our identity. And it's the second coming is about our awakening, our individual awakening. We are the ones we have been waiting for. It's not about this um, saviour complex, about waiting for someone to come and rescue us. As I say, we are the ones we have been waiting for. And I always endeavour to keep throwing that challenge out, that personal challenge, and just keep rising up. With, with whatever we can cope with in the way of information to help understand that. So something that I would like to touch on, back when Obama, Barack Obama was in power and that terrorist group arose in the Middle East, the, the ISIS terrorist group, I was shocked when I heard what they'd named that terrorist group personally because I'd always aligned with, with the goddess Isis, and I would just like to share that I feel that, that, that that's a real telltale sign to the world that it, it was a last-ditch effort to really be blasphemous towards the, go, the goddess. This, this war and um, this assault, this last assault on innocent people throughout the, the Middle East was... Nothing short of of a, a a real assault on the feminine. So make of that what you will. But I just wanted to get that on the table. Isis is a triple goddess. She is the lady of the heavens, the mistress of the underworld, and the queen of the earth. So that was my reason for playing playing on those words um, in the last podcast. So I'll just leave that there for the moment. Um, I One of the links I, I put up back on the last podcast was um, wonderful LT from And We Know. As always, I'm very grateful to this young American gentleman because he's covering a very broad range of topics that need to be understood and that last link was to do with the global arrests that are starting to take place, to do with child trafficking. And a lot of celebrity heroes that people have really put their faith in, the likes of Oprah Winfrey and um, Ellen DeGeneres and a few others there that are shocked. It's going to be quite shocking that these people are... are a, a part of the Stark Force, and it's been brewing that it would come out, and it, and it really did. The, the scales did tip with the arrest of 
um, Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell. So that's going to intensify, um, but that I'm very grateful to LT for covering that. So um, also, oh, lovely, I keep, I keep mentioning Roger, Mudfossil University. He is an inspiration personally to me. Um, I align very strongly with the fact that our first ancestor it was stone and first child born of the stars. It is all about living stone. There was much, much more to, to this, this earth that we live on and People can take it or leave it, but I, I feel a, a responsibility to bring forth that, you know, just another way of looking at things, deeper understanding, and bit by bit we, we work our way towards, it's up to us to, to really keep digging, as, I, as I've mentioned. It's not something that, that there's, there's been a lot of cover-up and a lot of, detour signs along the way that have led us way off track so I just am inspired by people who have the courage to challenge academia as Roger does and he's at the coalface because he's a very intelligent man he has sent his samples his different fossils off to be tested with with um laboratories around the world and he has definitely had the affirmation that his rock samples have come back testing as DNA. So that's why he's very passionate because he, he personally has, has that confirmation but now testing laboratories have shut down on him. He, they refuse to do any more testing for Roger. So I would say that that's, that's a really big smoking gun right there. Um, but as I say, I'll continue to keep keep putting up links that I feel that aren't, aren't too over the top for people. And if anyone's wanting to endeavour further, go do go and check out. Um, Roger covers a lot more broader topics than just mod, these mud fossils. He's he's um, really offering a really broad genre of scientific investigation and study. Um, one other thing I'd like to mention, the age of Taurus that I had mentioned, which was that golden age that the Egyptians rose to such such high knowledge, that was in 4,320 BC to 2,160 BC. So these ages of the zodiac that the sun passes through each each constellation is approximately one uh, two thousand one hundred and sixty years, and when you multiply that by twelve, it brings us up to our two twenty five thousand eight hundred odd year precession of the equinox duration. So hopefully that rounds that off a little bit and. I'm sure with the support of Tanya Gabriel and her lovely astrology links, that's helping people to fill in a few more gaps. The just while we're on that topic of of Taurus, 
with Aldebaran being the royal star of Persia and referred to as a red giant. On the opposite side of the zodiac, we've mentioned we have Antares in Scorpio, and that is also referred to as a red giant. So it's, it's just a nice concept to hold in our mind that we've got two almighty red giants that are that are governing that, that eastern and, and western region of guardian guarding our our galaxy. So well our, our solar system I should say. So um something a, l- a little bit of humor that I'd like to share. Back on the second of July when I uploaded the three podcasts in one day I made that reference to not with with religion how the the monotheism is is serving us a a one size fits all kind of mentality and I likened it to country and western music it would be like being told we only we're only allowed to listen to one one flavor of music our whole life and had a bit of a giggle about that with my mum she thought that 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 was um a bit of a hope calling that out, but I, I, I love country and western music. There was no nothing personal about that. It was just an, an example. But the funny thing was, when I went to do, um, I wanted to put some links up for Denise Wilkinson, as I've mentioned, lovely YouTube lass. Now, all her links, I discovered her just randomly a few months back, and I really resonated with her work. And all of her links were put up um, around the 2018-2019 duration, and there'd been nothing since. But when I went to go and have a look at her archives to figure out what I was going to be posting, she had a fresh link up just out of the blue, and it was on the 3rd of July. And the funny part about it was that the name of it is family tradition karaoke cover and it's a hilarious karaoke cover of country music singers um have been a real close family and I'll I'll link that up today you won't probably appreciate what I'm saying until you actually witness it and it it's just totally relevant uh, in a very broad way with lots of subjects we've been covering here. But the fact that it was to do with country and Western music and family traditions, wow, really spoke to my heart. So I felt like that one was custom designed for me. <laughs> okay, so I'd really like to just round off today talking about somebody that I've really held in very high regard for years now. And I've been putting links of his up in the past, but I'm just going to devote a little bit more of a background as to why I hold David Wilcock in high regard. I became aware of David back in about 2009. And by 2012, I discovered that he was actually coming to New Zealand and then on to Australia, he was being brought out here to promote a book that he'd just written, uh, which is the Source Field Investigations. And 
I bought a VIP ticket to go along and listen to David, and that was that was amazing because that was a close encounter with an amazing man, and I got to meet him personally and a lot of other little um, extras that you get when you buy VIP tickets. So I can say that I've really endeavoured to embark on discovering more of what David's bringing to light and his second book that he wrote was the Synchronicity Key, another amazing piece of work and he followed that on with the Ascension Mysteries. So I can highly recommend all those books. Now today I'd like to just devote the, the topic that I'd like to bring, the, the links I'll be putting in will be to do with the pineal gland and sacred geometry and I'll draw from David's work to put those links in I feel that he explains things in such a just a user friendly way and he uses a bit of humour and it's something that we really need to start grasping um, particularly the awareness of the platonic solids. I won't go into detail about that here, but that will all be explained in one of the, the links that I put in. But it, this is paramount right now because it leads on to us being of a sacred geometric essence and when all these platonic solids combine, uh, this is about our Merkaba, and life force and being the personification of creation. So I hope that that's going to, feels like it's a good time to really start putting a few more of these tools in our toolkit and really just, if you've got everyone will lead off on their own tangents. Um, as always, the information that we're tapping into, particularly when I go researching off the internet, there, there is meddling happening right now with information, um, and it's always open to improvement, and maybe some of the things I've already mentioned on this site have been superseded already, or that there might have been some interference with with some of these sites on the internet, but anyway, to the best to the best of my knowledge, as always, I'm open to correction. Um, but we just need to bear in mind that censorship is rampant, and another area that that, that this is is has, we do need to keep a question mark over certain things to do. Like at the moment, we are seeing a lot of computer generation to do with the graphics of of our celestial models of the movement in the heavens and the way that our sun is is um, cycling through different rhythms and whatnot. And so we're relying on that information and that data being valid. So. I've got, I've got a little bit of a question about how valid it is. We may have been led astray with, with some of this, but we just have to keep working with the best that we've got, and that's what we're endeavouring to do here. So a lot more will reveal itself as we go on, um, but just, you know, always act with that 
due diligence and we will always we we're always aiming with our great intentions set on that for the greater all and with our open hearts and open minds we're we're just collectively all starting to really unify at the moment and that's the great the great sense of accomplishment. I think people are once you break through and realise that you've got a lot more power and control than you were led to believe that this is is an awakening that that really does start to like it's become you, you start to run on a different program if you like what Bruce Lipton keeps talking about and these imaginal cells which is one of the parallels that Dr Bruce Lipton draws um in alignment with how a caterpillar, when it knows that the time is right and it's eaten enough food and it curls up and becomes a chrysalis and then moves on through metamorphosis to become a butterfly. So that's all activation of imaginal cells. This is real. That's why the imagination is so important and that, that, that was part of the devious, devious forces that were at work was to get Hollywood doing all the imagining for us. We need to get back and take charge of what it is we would like to imagine. We need to go into those lovely places of silence and let, let our thoughts do some of the work and start gravitating back to that co-creative status I keep talking about. And that, that's the new normal, co-creation. Um, so, all right, well, I think I'll leave it at that for now. And there'll be lots of links going up. I'm eternally grateful for all the amazing support I'm getting. It really makes my life easier. Um, hope I get to meet a lot of these wonderful souls one day. I'm sure I will. And... Yeah, we just keep share, share, sharing and go and follow some of these great people. If you resonate with them, I trust that you'll be supporting them in your your own ways and that's what it's all about. Okay, all right. Well, many blessings and we'll be look, looking forward to getting back to the drawing board and seeing what turns up next. This is a tall poppy chiming out for now.